0: Tell you what there's been some plans that the devil has had for every one of us i like that in the second verse oh satan had already picked out my grave oh he moved forward to put me away i drifted far <laughs> would anyone care that i soon be lost but jesus appeared <laughs> said this one is mine <laughs> hallelujah rescued my soul <laughs> now i'm saved from all harm since i met the one who came looking for me praise god i really feel like he's still looking for people praise god he is interested that you go to heaven praise god he really is the devil would like to make you feel like that there is no need praise god And going on in the prayer but you've got one pulling for you even though that the adversary of your soul may pull for your heart there's still one pulling the other direction for you to come to him I believe the word of God's right that you can cast all of your care upon Him, for He careth for you. Praise God! Amen. He really does care this morning. Amen. I uh, want to read to us this morning from the Book of Saint Luke's Gospel, chapter fifteen. And I hope that the Lord will help me. I felt the Lord move on me a few days ago, but I, uh, you pastors, will understand when you pastor church. And God deals with you with a message you think it's for there. Amen. And it may be for here and there, so I don't know. We'll just see. I've not preached this at home yet. Amen. I hadn't preached it before till this morning. So I need your help. I need the help of the Lord. Praise God. St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 15. And uh, let's just start reading it, verse 4. Verse 3 said, And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost until he find it. And when he found it, he layeth it on his shoulders rejoicing. And When he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. And I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven, over one sinner that repenteth more than over the ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. Either what woman, having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it. And when she hath found it, she called. Her friends and her neighbors together sing, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I have lost. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Amen. Then I want to turn over to the book of Ephesians, I believe it is. Chapter 1, verse, uh, verse 3. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ, according as He hath chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestinated us Unto the adoption of the children by Jesus Christ Himself. According to, his, to the good pleasure of His will. To the praise of the glory of His grace. Wherein He hath made us accepted in the Beloved. In whom we have redemption through His blood. The forgiveness of sins according to to the riches of his grace wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he hath purposed in himself that in the dispensation of the fullness of time he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his will, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted. In Christ. I'll turn over to the book of Second Timothy chapter 1. And uh, verse 3. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 3. Paul right here said, I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience. That without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Greatly desiring to see thee being mindful of thy tears that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois, thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of mine hand. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and a sound mind. I want us to notice what Paul said in verse 6, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee, by the putting the putting on of mine hands, stirring up the gift of God that is within us. Amen. I want to go back to chapter 15 of the book of St. Luke. I want to take a text from verse 8. The Bible said, "Even uh, either what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it." Right. Amen. I uh, felt like the Lord dealt with my heart a few days ago with this thought on my mind. I hope that I could help you with it this morning. And uh, this woman here, the Bible said she had ten pieces of silver. And I want you to notice that's past tense. Had is past tense. She had that. And somewhere in life she had accumulated a a number that he put on here, ten. And uh, evidently something has happened here And she has gotten careless or something has happened that one of these have slipped away. And she just has got nine now. Amen. She finds herself in a place that she does not have what she used to have. Amen. She could have been contented with nine pieces and said, well, I have nine. I had ten, but I have nine now, and so what? All right. But something stirred in her heart. Something moved in her heart, and she said, i got to find that that I once had. All right. Kill people. Kill people. Amen. I'm going to light a candle. I'm going to sweep the house. I'm going to take some inventory." I'm going to look this thing over. It's here somewhere. I knew I had it. I one time counted ten pieces. But I only have nine now. I'm sure that possibly, the Bible does not say it, I know this is a parable, but it's the possibility that she might have went back again and probably said that she miscounted. Amen. I know there was ten there. One time I had ten, but... Let's count them all. One, two, and all the way to nine, And probably looked at the, the, the pile of the silver that she had. And she's probably saying in her mind, I knew that I had ten. There was something about it she was not satisfied to be contented with just what she had. Amen. So many times in our Christian experiences with God we like this woman possibly she got busy and possibly she decided one day it's not necessary that I just keep my eye on this prize that I got here I'll kind of just put it over here aside, and I know where it's at I'm going to go do this today and uh, I I always know where that is. It's going to be put here. Amen. In safekeeping, this is where it's at. going to sit it right there. Then she gets busy and she goes and she does this for a while. And she goes and does that for a while. And then she gets to thinking about her treasure that she has had. She decides, I I better go back and check and see how much did I got. And she counts it all up and she only comes up with nine. And the feeling of one time having ten outweighs the feeling of being satisfied with just nine. nine. Amen. Bear with me. I hope the Lord will help me preach this morning. What I felt like the Lord wanted me to preach to you this morning is I felt like God wanted me to ask you the question. Do you still have what you one time had? I love to see people get saved. I enjoy seeing people get saved. Matter of fact, my heart has been rejoicing this week. I've caught myself walking, amen, or praying at home or wherever. And just the thankfulness, oh God, I thank you for that convicting spirit that we felt the other night. Thank you, God, for dealing with that man. Thank God. Amen. I caught my step this week of walking hey man around saying thank you Lord for all time Holy Ghost conviction. Maybe it's moving more for you than it is for us. And it's not quit dealing but it's not like it one time was. Amen. But the dealing of God is so precious. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us and let us be in a day that we can have uh, amen the convicting spirit of god deal with our hearts Uh, let us feel conviction Uh, let us find us a place to pray Uh, you cannot get to god except the spirit draws you Uh, amen you may disagree with me but i believe that there is times that god zeroes in on you as an individual and says i'm gonna beckon for that soul i'm gonna reach for it one more time i'm gonna try my best to let something come their way that maybe they'll look back toward me and understand they're missing something treat that lightly for brother if he ever withdraws that spirit you're in trouble Amen. hallelujah I can only tell you about my own experience oh I tell you I appreciate the time the Lord saved me I am so glad for the time he saved me Amen. pull me out of such darkness no I probably didn't steep in the pit of sin Thank God I didn't, but I was still lost. And the Lord reached for my heart. And when he reached for me, I responded to that. Praise God. Amen. Then later on as I got to praying and I got to seeking God, my dad, everywhere that we ever lived, we didn't move very much in our little lifetime. As a child growing up, we dad bought a farmhouse out north of Gulfport on Walker Smith Road, and it was a four bedroom house, and we had some cows and had some farm animals and things like that. And on the back side of the place, Dad had built him an altar, and that's where he prayed. And it was not uncommon uh, for my dad, when he came home from work, to put the old lunch kid up, baby, sometime he'd meet me and say, Son, go put this in the house. Walk on back through the back gate and down the little path. You'd hear him back there praying and asking God to save his children. Lord, give us more of Your favor. Right. Amen. He took the church at Van Cleve when I was 12 years old. Amen. And we moved there and same place there. He made him a path out through the backside of the property, built him an altar back there, and many days I'd hear him praying. I knew where the place was after the Lord dealt with my heart and saved me when I was 15. Uh, many evenings i'd walk back there to where dad prayed and i'd find me at that same altar bowed across it with tears a rolling lord i sure want more of your spirit i want more of your power i want more of the glory of god and did you know god begin to deal with me and begin to pull me toward him until after a while the things that used to bother me amen and pull at my soul it was a love that was coming from God was pulling greater than the things of the world. And after a while, I got to loving that feeling. I got to loving that desire. desire got in my heart. I could hardly wait till the next evening come. I did work that day. I get to thinking, hey, amen, I'm going to go this evening. When I get off work, I'm going to go, hey, amen. And I'm going back to that old altar sometimes on the way home driving that old 68 Chevrolet car that I had hey, amen I'd turn the radio off even though it was a gospel station I'd get to crying I'd get to reaching for God and God would just seem like kind of just get up beside me in the car I'd get to praying. I'd pull in the drive when he go in the house down the old path I'd go fall across that altar brother Steve Praise God. And God met with me. And after a while, my will got so submitted until he sanctified me wholly. Praise God of the power of God. And with joy, amen, the fullness of joy came in my heart. God dealt with me and led me. Praise God. Oh, they had me called to preach before I was ever called. Amen. I'd get down there and I'd go to praying. God, give me a testimony tonight. Give me something. And I get down there and the Lord, give me a little simple thought. Save it for a simple boy. Praise God. I go to church today while I'm praying. I feel the Lord give me something today. Praise God. Well, it wasn't long that I'd prayed. I'd sought God oh, for several days. It got to a place. Where God was pulling for my heart, pulling for my soul. Praise God. I was fasting nearly every day, eating supper only, and sometimes not that. Mom, come down the hall, knock on the door, son, do I need to fix your lunch today? No, Mom, I'm not going to eat today. Hey, Amen. What was wrong? I was feeling that pull. Amen. Hey, come another world. And God had begun to deal with me. Listen. When God deals, you better respond. Amen. Because He, when He deals and there is no response, He does not hang around where He's not welcome. Amen. But brother, if you'll come with an open heart, God will surely give you the desires of your heart. And the Lord sanctified me and gave me the baptism of the Holy Ghost in a span of time. I didn't get it all the same service. Don't misunderstand me there. but listen, it's been that that's kept me. It's been that that's brought me safe thus far. Praise God. Oh, God has called us and gave us some wonderful blessings. Let us be able to experience great blessings from God. And as Paul began to write to Timothy, and he told him, said, Stir up the gift of God that is within you. Amen. Stir it up. What are you doing? What are you saying? Paul cultivated uh, Don't just be satisfied with an experience uh, that you one time had. Amen. Don't be just uh, uh, to the place, you know, we testify and we need to testify to being saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. And so many people receive those experiences. Uh, and periods of time sometimes lapsed and they hadn't spoken in tongues amen in weeks And they just kind of get lukewarm. And they get to the place, oh, where they're still testifying. And they're still talking about the goodness of God. But the cares of this life have choked them to be where that they are unfruitful. Amen. The deceitfulness of riches, amen, have got a hold of folks. And they do not have no longer. One time, what they had. Amen. Help me preach God this morning. Oh, this woman, as I said, well, go. This little woman, she had ten and she was not satisfied I'm just with nine. She is going to do some searching, she is going to do some digging, and she is going to do some cleaning. Amen. Did you know the adversary is so cruel and so mean? If you're not careful, he'll put thoughts in your mind uh, toward your brother. Uh, Amen. I was talking to someone just a few days ago. Uh, Amen. They overheard uh, a conversation uh, of some other men talking. uh, And immediately the devil told them, said, they're talking about you. Uh, Amen. Uh, Hallelujah. They're talking about you. Uh, And that brother just got so beside himself. and he got to weeping and got to crying. And the devil jumped on him. And he came to this brother and said, I know how you feel. I heard uh, you were talking about me the other day. The brother said, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have any idea what you're even saying. Well, you and brother so-and-so, I overheard y'all. Uh, amen. are talking about me. And the brother looked at him. and said, brother, you, that was not who we were talking about. We were talking about a young man. Amen, man that was uh, kind of just snotting around. Amen, because he's having to work. Amen, a certain job. And do a certain thing. And what we were saying, amen, he just needs to grow up. Amen. We wasn't even talking about you. But the devil had him such in a place where they said something and it just looked like it was eating him up. Listen, that's the way the devil would do. Your heart would put bitterness in your soul. You don't need to get bitter. You need to get better. Amen. Praise God. Listen, there's a lot of things that can come in your heart, come in your life, and people can say things that will hurt your feelings, but all it's for is to capture that that you have got from God and it's a way that you'll lose out with that that you have once had with God Amen Amen. Do you still have it? How long has it been since it's moved for you? How long has it been since you counted it up? Amen How long has it been since you took inventory? Praise God Hallelujah
1: How long has it been
0: since you know that you know That you're saved. Amen. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. We will blame it on this one. We'll blame it on that one. We'll say, well, if they'd have treated me better, if they hadn't done me like they did me, I'd still be right where I used to be. But the backslider in heart is filled with his own ways. Amen. And your own ways is not the ways of God, for God's ways is higher than your ways. They're so much higher than yours until they're past finding out. But there is a way that a man can pray and seek God and he can be led by the Spirit of God. Listen, it's really not much of a choice. You're either going to be led by the Spirit of God or driven by the devil. Amen. Amen. You're either going to be led by the Spirit of God or be driven by the devil. Which one are you going to allow to cause your soul and your whole life have to be directed in? Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I one time was saved. I one time was sanctified. I one time was filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Oh, I tell you, I think it's good for every one of us ever once in a while that takes some inventory praise God this little woman she got the light the candle and she got that candle lit and she got the searching David she got to looking in my mind I could see a broom in one hand and a candle in the other I know it's here somewhere I know it's here. I, I've got to find it. Well, I had ten, but I just got nine, and I'm not willing i uh, just to settle for that. That I've got one kind hand. I could just uh, let myself go and be contented with what I have now, but she wasn't satisfied. You, friend, if you ever reach a place in God, I'm where that you have had a greater experience than what you have today, your soul will be discontented. There's something about knowing God and in the greatness of His power. There's no way a soul can be happy and can be blessed until he knows that he has went back and he gets a hold of that that he one time had. Amen. Oh, what causes people to get so discontented? What causes people to get hatred in their heart? It's because they got deleterious. They got unconcerned. And they didn't keep what they had. But listen, friend, the sweetness of God, when it abides in our heart, will cause you and I to be men and women that easily to be entreated, easily to get a look at got along with. Amen. The blessings of God, they make us rich. They add us no sorrow with them. Amen. Oh, help me, Lord. I need to quit. Oh brother Jacob, I'm not turn there. Try to save some time. Oh brother Jacob, God spoke to him and said, "Jacob, Amen. Go after his mother told him, and his father had gave him commandment to leave and go into the household of Laban, his mother's brother. I want you to go over there, but on the way there." Jacob lodged in a place that was called Bethel. Am I right? Amen. Jacob lodged in a place that was called Bethel. That night he gathered up some stone, a stone for a pillar. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, God knows right where you are this morning. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. You may have come through some things. You may be fighting some battles that you know not what the end's going to be. But listen, you keep your hands in His hands. Oh, He'll appear to you. Amen. Oh, He'll come looking for you. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Ah, Glory. Praise God. Jacob got over there and he got to sleep that night, laid his head down on that pillar. Praise God. And he dreamed a dream. And he saw the angels of God descending and ascending up on that ladder. Praise God. Oh, and what was so surprising to Jacob was, he was in a battle. His brother had just made a commitment. How to his mom and his dad, when I see him, Esau said, I'm going to kill him. And here he is in a, a catastrophe in his life. And he arrives at a place called Bethel. Amen. Probably fearing his own life, not knowing what was before him, not knowing which way to go, or what was going to be there when he got there. And old brother Jacob, when he got there, amen, laid his head down that night. The Bible said he looked up. He dreamed and he looked up and saw angels of God ascending and descending. And the Bible said this is what he said. He said after he woke up. He said the Lord, surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. (laughs) Amen. I didn't know that God was here. I thought I was all alone. And God, amen, amen. Has appeared to me praise god you may be struggling this morning but if you'll hold on with god hold on to god's unchanged hand listen don't allow the devil to capture that that you have already captured amen don't allow the devil to discourage you and don't get dis- don't get satisfied with just what you have if you've not obtained more of God. Ask God to give you a desire for more of Him. And if God is for you, then who can be against you? Praise God. Jacob rose up from that place with strength from God. He didn't know what was ahead of him. But listen, God did. He went into the household of Laban. And Laban had changed his wages ten times. Amen. Looked like every time God would move for him, Laban would change the plan. But God would move. But one day, God's to Jacob and said, I want you to go back even to the place where I first met with you. Right. Hallelujah. I want you to go back to that experience. I want you to go back and find that place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can imagine in my mind, Jacob began to relive that experience. Have you thought lately? <laughs> Have you thought lately about your experience? Amen. Have you thought about it lately? Oh, Brother Jonathan got up the other night. He got testified. He said, laying right over there, flat on my back, amen, on that end of the altar, he said, I remember laying there a feeling such an awesome power, such a glorious power. I remember it. And this is what he said. He said, I come to church last night when nobody was here. I told God, I'd like to get back to that place where that power moved. And the Holy Ghost, he said, in my mind, I was hollering, glory to God. In my mind, I was saying, praise the Lord. And after a while, he said, when I come to myself, somebody was speaking in an unknown tongue. Amen. And said, I come to myself. And he said, I had no control of it. He'd roll over to one side, amen, and he'd come over to the other, and the Holy Ghost would just speak, amen. Oh, he'd just screech up, and I mean, just draw up, and after a while, he hooped to the top of his voice. Praise God, what are you saying? I remember what I had. I remember I got a hold of that. I remember. Oh, if I could this morning, I'd like to stir up the gift of God that is within you. Amen. Do you still have what you at one time had? Is that power of God still moving like it one time moved in your life? You can have all kinds of excuses. You can say, well, if this hadn't happened, that hadn't happened. But really, what it boils down to, if you still got God number one in your life? He's still number one. Amen. If other things have crowded him out, he's no longer number one. But don't be content with just nine. Light the candle. Amen. And do some sweeping. And thank God, I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied with just nine. I want that ten like I one time had. I want that back. Praise God. I want that back. Praise the Lord. Help me, Lord. Thank you, through. Praise God. When a candle gets lit and some light goes to shining, you see things that you didn't know was there. Amen. You may have swept the house yesterday, cleaned it and dusted it, but I promise, if you'll go back and shine the light again today, you'll find dust again. All right. I thought I cleaned it up. You did. You did. When the spirit of God gets to moving in hearts and in lives, there's something about it that it shines a light on things that you didn't really know. I was there. David said, search me, oh God, and know my heart. Try me and see if there be any wicked thing within me. Amen. Try me, Lord. Search me. Turn your searchlight on me. Look at me. Look at me close, God. Look at me close. I want to pro- promise you, if you don't take inventory and keep it clean, were that his good holy spirit can abide there it's not going to stay amen it does not dwell in unclean temples amen but oh if you'll keep that out hallelujah oh just a few weeks ago amen my phone rang praise god sister on the end said i want you to forgive me i had some I'd said some things about you i said it don't matter what it is just kind of forgiven i had no idea Amen, that she had any feelings toward me. Praise God. She don't even go to my church. But they were having a revival. And God was moving. And guess what happened? Some light got to shining in some places. Amen. That she didn't really know. That that was really there. But when the light got in there and she got to finding that, she decided, I can't go on with this. I'm going to get it out of there. I'm going to do something about that. Why why? I've been wanting to get closer to God, she told me. I've been struggling. I've been trying. Listen, the only way to get closer to God is to get the hindrances out of the way. Praise God. It may take a phone call. It may take going to your brother and say, listen, I've said this or I've said that. But whatever it is, it'll be worth it to obtain that experience that you one time had. Praise God. Don't be content. Don't be satisfied. Just To abide with something that you have tonight that's lesser than you one time had. Praise God. Oh, the soul of man, when once it has experienced high heights with God, that soul never is contented. It matters not how much other things they may may accumulate in life. But once that soul has soared, into the glory world there's a touch that comes from God that nothing else in this world can feel alone nothing million dollars that not this fame in the town where you live that has that's not going to do either. You may have friends in high places. That won't do it either. But once your soul has winged its way to the youngest world and something has stirred within here, you will never be happy until you go back and find that that you one time had. I've seen people get just dis- discontented with the holiness people and the holiness church that they went to. They started going to other places where they didn't teach it as strong as they did. And they said, this is what I want. This is what's going to satisfy me." But that wasn't what was going to do it. That when... You can't outrun the devil. By the time you get over yonder, he'll be there too. All right. David said, Oh, that I had the wings of a dove. Then would I fly away and i be at rest. I'd get past this one. I'd get past there. But unless you go back, even as Jacob did, and let the Lord appear unto you again. Yes, yes. Amen. Come through all those troubles over there. And the bible said when he returned back the lord appeared unto him again he sends his children on before him he knows that he's got to go back and face the same problem that he faced when he left see sometimes god does not move everything he only gives you grace and power over circumstances to be able to deal and to do whatever that you need to do to go to heaven. Go. I don't believe that, Brother Braxton. Well, Paul said he sought the Lord's pride. That the Lord might remove the thorn in the flesh, but he said, my grace is a bishop. My strength is made perfect in weaknesses. God didn't choose to move the thorn in the flesh. He only said, I'll give you grace. But Jacob, going back to the same problem that he faced as he left, he stands there and he looks the situation over and he starts praying and he cries out and says, Oh, God, God of my father Abraham, God of my father amen. thou who spoke to me and told me to go into the land." Was it Canaan? Amen. Over there where Laban was. Amen. I don't remember exactly. Praise God. Oh, God spoke to me and said, You also, Lord, have spoken to me to return back to my father's house. All right. And he goes over and he sends his wives and his children. And he turns around and goes back over the ford, Jabra. <laughs> Amen. And there he spends the rest of the night at prayer. Amen. All right. And as he spends that night in prayer, I'm going to return and get back that that I one time. And after a while, he prayed until there appeared unto him an angel of God. And he wrestled with him all night long. And at the breaking of the day, he said, what is thy name?
1: He said, I'm not going
0: to let you go until you bless me. The breaking of the day was getting closer and closer that angel of god as he wrestled with him until his thigh amen began oh i supposed to hurt amen and it came out of joint hallelujah but the angel of god said jacob as a prince that has obtained power with god your name shall no more be called jacob but israel shall be thy name amen He wasn't satisfied with just a dream of seeing ladders and angels ascending and descending. But he went back and obtained some more of that same power that he one time had. Listen, friends, God's wanting to give it to you. He's desiring to let you have what you need. But it's up to you to put forth some effort. I've done my best to preach to you. Praise God. May the Lord bless you. Praise the Lord. God bless you. brother.